0: Thank you. for the end of the world. This is Your Community Spirits, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. Uh, This is Your Community Spirits. My name is Tree Song. I will be your host today usually we have here in the studio uh, and here at the board, uh, or Danny Uh He is off on another adventure today. And uh, he has many many interesting things to do when he's not here at the station. But he'll be back again soon. In the meantime, we've got plenty of news, plenty of happenings, plenty of uh, interesting and exciting things to share. let's start out with some of the news. Uh, We'll start with some news stories from Occupy Updates Daily. That's OccupyUpdatesDaily.blogspot.com. They keep track of a lot of uh, political events, protests going on in the country. So we often start with them. Let's see, here we go. Thousands of students hit the streets in Madrid and dozens of other cities across Spain to protest against major cuts to education. The students are angry not only because funding for education is being dropped, but also because the country's government is still pouring money into the banks while cutting it. Grants, scholarships, and textbook subsidies are disappearing while class size and tuition are dramatically rising. Now, I don't know, that's a pretty difficult choice. I mean, funding education so that people can learn things and be prepared for their jobs and their lives, or giving even more money to banks. I don't know, that's a tough choice there. It's nice to hear about people caring enough about their education that they actually go out in the, uh, the streets and say something about that. All right, let's see some other news. The tricky actions of the FBI are annoying truthouts, and Truthout is one of the websites where some of our news stories sometimes come from. Uh, they, Truthout filed for a Freedom of Information request concerning the surveillance of the Occupy movement. The FBI told Truthout reporters that no such information existed. And an appeal declared the same thing. Later on, the FBI admitted they may have found some files on Occupy, but have not yet sent anything. Now Truthout is filing a lawsuit. And uh, they've got uh, more information on that at Truthout.org. Now, I don't know if you know much about how Freedom of Information Act uh, requests and such work. I, I admit I'm not a lawyer. You know, maybe Paul on the last show could tell us a little <laughs> bit more about them. But... uh if they have information even if they feel like they're not supposed to release it right now they're supposed to say oh well that's we have that but that's a sensitive uh case that we're still working on but instead they just said oh no we fbi we weren't even looking at occupy we didn't even know that was happening what's that all about <laughs> so uh, i'm very curious to see how this lawsuit goes and uh we'll see we'll see more news on that as it develops All right, now we talk a lot about energy on this show because uh, we try to stay energized here on your community spirit. Uh, here's an energy-related story. TransCanada is facing some unlikely opposition to their Keystone XL pipeline, and for good reason. Texas residents are usually quite happy to allow oil pipelines to crisscross their state, as long as the company uses local workers and American products. But TransCanada is having none of that. The steel they're using is mostly manufactured elsewhere, and they aren't guaranteeing local workers. Texas residents are fighting back, but the oil giant is having parcels of their land condemned by the courts in order to take them. They usually call them Texans, uh, Texas landowners are getting arrested, filing hundreds of lawsuits, allowing activists on their land, and doing anything and everything they can to stop this land-grabbing corporation. Now that seems like another sort of classic example of greed, that, you know, they want to get this pipeline through, it's very important to them to do so. And all they would have to do to placate the local residents is uh, hire some local people, you know, hire some local people and pay the landowners a little something. But they're like, no, no, that's okay. We'll just take it. Uh, if we can't get it from you directly, we'll get you land condemned, and then we'll get it for pennies on the dollar. All right. Another news. Uh, when these corporate bosses sent out emails warning their employees about the results of their votes, uh, many people cried illegal. Uh, in past, it was considered illegal for employees to use their uh, their leverage to force employees to vote a certain way. But it turns out that, at least according to some interpretations, thanks to Citizens United, it is no longer against the law to politically campaign to your employees. In a conference call on June six presidential nominee Mitt Romney actually encouraged employers to tell their workers what they believed would happen if President Obama wins. The recording of this call is included in the articles online. Uh, it also mentions that the, thanks to Citizens United, it could be legal to force employees under threat of termination to campaign for them. So that's a pretty serious uh, situation. Uh, it's I already knew there were problems with Citizens United in, in how it ever elected and how it relates to campaign funding and financing. But apparently, once it's considered free speech, then it opens up a whole... The genie's out of the bottle, and then you can force your workers to do campaigning for your favorite candidate. So we will definitely be keeping an eye out for more news on that. Uh, these, these things are not always settled permanently. There can be challenges to them, and maybe they will be. Alright, right. Now I'd like to mention, uh, jump out a little bit to some of the happenings because this is a happening related to WDBX. It's the WDBX Fall Membership Drive. As you may know, if you've been listening to WDBX, this is the time when we ask you, the listener, to help keep WDBX on the air. This is a community radio station, and your support is a major part of what actually keeps us on the air here. So if you like this show, if you'd like to see it keep going on, or if you like one of the other shows better and you'd like to support them, uh, we're all on a team here, so whoever you support is fine. Uh, the number to call is 618-457-3691. And obviously, while I'm on the air here, I won't directly speak to you, but if someone's in the studio, they will get it. And uh, if not, you can call at the end of my show, and I'll stick around for a few minutes. For anyone who would like to call, number is 618 457 Three six nine one, And you get to be a part of the team that makes this radio station stay on the air. All right, so let's get back to a little bit more of the news. Our next story is Cue the Math. McKibben's Roadshow takes aim at Big Oil. It was game time. The Saturday night crowd on the Vermont campus was festive, boisterous, pumped. People cheered and whooped when told that one of their heroes, climate activist Tim DeChristopher, serving a two-year federal sentence for his civil disobedience opposing new oil and gas drilling in Utah, would soon be back on the field. They they make it sound like a sports event, don't they? Now, when the man on the stage, 350.org's Bill McKibben, said it was time to march not just on Washington, but on the headquarters of fossil fuel companies, quote, it's time to march on Dallas, and ask those to stand who'd be willing to join in the fight, Seemingly every person filling the University of Vermont's uh, cavernous Ira Allen Chapel, some 800 souls, rose to their feet. McKibben and 350.org, the folks who brought up the Keystone XL Pipeline protests, are now calling for a nationwide divestment campaign aimed at fossil fuel companies' bottom line. Beginning with student-led campaigns on college campuses modeled on the anti-apartheid campaigns of the 1980s. They'll pressure institutions to withdraw all investments from big oil and coal and gas. Uh, their larger goal is to ignite a morally charged movement to strip the industry of its legitimacy. Now, th- this is really interesting and exciting. Well, I'll read this quote, too. Uh, the fossil fuel industry has behaved so recklessly that they should lose their social license, their veneer of respectability, McKibbin tells his audience. You want to take away our planet and our future? We're going to take away your money and your good name. That's, that sounds like at least a fair deal. <laughs> uh, now, this is, this is an exciting story that we'll be following as it develops, because this tour is going to happen over the course of a few weeks and have several different events across the country. So uh, as, as each of these events happens, we'll report a little bit on them. But it's basically a tour based on uh, the new math, uh, the math basically calculating the effects of climate change and uh, how important it is for us to take action sooner rather than later. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's the Do the Math Tour is the name of the tour. Uh, and it's uh, it's basically, let's see, here's another quote. Uh, this isn't just for publicity and outreach. We're putting tremendous effort into making sure students, community leaders, college trustees, and influential decision makers are a part of this event because they're the ones that will turn this from a talk into a hard-hitting campaign so uh unfortunately uh since since Carbondale is a little bit off the beaten path for such national tours uh they're not currently making any plans to come to Carbondale. but they are going to chicago they're going to various cities in the midwest um uh, so if anyone is interested in the tour uh they there's more on it at three fifty dot org and uh at, uh at gris dot org has good articles about it that's where we get a lot of our ecologically related stories so this I want to be sure to talk about this at length because it's it's already, as, as far as the science is concerned, there's already a tremendous amount of science saying that global warming is an issue, is occurring, is caused by human beings. And there's a majority of Americans, according to the polls, who believe that to be the case. There's some who still don't. But uh, instead of focusing at this point on the ones who don't, it, it's this... Tour is an opportunity for people to tour the country, and uh, I actually started taking action on climate change. one or two more quick stories and then get into some happenings because we have a lot of community happenings going on this weekend. But this one is, how are your tax dollars subsidize cheap energy in China? We've noted before the sweetheart deals that coal companies make with the U.S. government to extract coal on public land. Peabody Coal is paying 25 cents for a ton of coal from federal land that sells for more than $35 a ton. That's a government subsidy if there ever was one. I mean, think about that for a minute. 25 cents to get it, and then you sell it for $35. I mean, no wonder they're so adamant about sort of contributing to politicians in order to sweeten that deal. Uh, we've also noted how much American coal ends up being shipped overseas to Europe and especially to Asia. But usually that's sort of discussed in two separate stories. But to connect the dots here, the U.S. government is subsidizing cheap coal for China. Government auditors have long-faulted tax lax oversight of the coal lease program, saying miners have too much sway. Officials have defended the system, saying their approach is the right one to help utilize a region that provides a large share of the country's power. But that argument has crumbled as more coal from federal land is being sold overseas. Uh, So this, I mean, this is part of the shell game that politicians often play. You know, they'll they'll say one thing and they'll say, oh, here, we're here doing this to create jobs. And then to the coal company, they say, "Oh, we'll make sure you can get this cheap and sell it whoever, however you want, whoever you want to sell it to." You. So uh, this it, this seems like a big deception that's going on. There's many issues with the effort to revive the coal industry, but one of them is that it's actually shipping a lot of the energy out of the country and a lot of the profits as well. So it's not it's also not very tenable as a uh, as a, a market. Renewables are growing and coal is on the way out. So that is that as well. But then all of these arguments that, oh, we're, uh, we're creating cheap energy for the US. Well, if you're not using it in the US, then how is it creating cheap energy for the US? (laughs) Oh, politicians say the darnest things. are going to jump ahead to these holidays and happenings because we've got so many happenings to share this week. Now, every week we usually share some holidays that are coming up because there's always something to observe, something to celebrate, and it's interesting to see what some of these things are. Today is e- Evaluate Your Life Day, a day to stop and pause and consider where your life is going. Uh, that could be a good thing or a bad thing depending on uh, where your life is going. <laughs> but either way, it's a good way to stop and evaluate and Consider what you're up to. Let's see. Coming up on Saturday, we have Get Smart About Credit Day. Uh, We also have International Credit Union Day. That seems like that may not be a coincidence. Uh, Other holidays coming up, we have, uh, coming up on Sunday, National Mammography Day. Uh, Getting uh, mammograms is very important for, for health and for prevention of cancer. So coming up on Sunday, National Mammography Day. Let's see. Uh, Monday is International Stuttering Awareness Day. It's also Make a Difference Day. Now here at Your Community Spirit, we tend to believe that every day is Make a Difference Day. But if you've been sitting around all week not really doing much to make a difference, then Monday is your day to break that cycle. All right, Tuesday is Mother-in-Law Day. And let's see. Wednesday is United Nations Day. And uh, Thursday is Sourest Day. You've heard of Sweetest Day? Well, Thursday is the Sourest Day. A uh, day, I guess, to send a card to your arch nemesis and let them know um, how much you enjoy the struggle between the two of you. I'll have to look that one up for more details, but that is Sourest Day. All right, and I'd like to send a shout out to a new listener, Grace, who I believe is listening today. Uh, I'm glad to hear that you're tuning in to your community spirit, and I'm curious to hear what you think of it when we meet up later. All right, so let's let's get into some of these happenings. Uh, is, is there anything happening in Southern Illinois this weekend? Um, I, I don't know. Is, are people just going to sit home, crickets chirping outside, uh, nothing really going on? Actually, no. There's, all the things are happening at once. So uh, happening today at 3 p.m. is the International Coffee Hour. Come and welcome our new international students to SIUC at the International Coffee Hour. That happens on Fridays at the Northwest Annex B on the SIUC campus at 3 p.m. It's another happening. This is a very big happening. The Take Back the Night. The march from... Uh, it's a march... Take Back the Night is a march and rally where people speak out against sexual assault and domestic violence. Uh, participants, this is happening tonight, and participants will meet at Guy House at 6 p.m. They will march up the strip, which is Illinois Avenue, and have a rally at the Town Square Pavilion. The ultimate goal of Take Back the Night events uh, here in Carbondale and around the world is to end sexual assault domestic violence dating violence sexual abuse and all other forms of sexual and gender based violence uh, people of all genders are invited to participate in the local events and i participate in this whenever i can i uh, you know there's it's a very important cause it's uh, i know a lot of survivors a lot of people who have had to deal with uh, assault and violence and it's very important to have marches like these and other events throughout the year to raise awareness and to take action. So once again, this is starting at 6 p.m. tonight uh, at Sky House, and it's marching up the Strip to the Town Square Pavilion, where they'll be having a rally. And there'll be plenty of information there about ongoing efforts to do something about this issue, because there's too many people in our society who just accept it as a part of society, like, well, it's unfortunate, but a large percentage of women are going to experience this violence. that's not the right attitude to adopt. It's uh, we we can and we will take action in order to create a safer society. In other happenings, we have the Open Mic Night, uh, coming up tonight at 7 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. Now, if you're a regular listener or an attendee of Open Mic, you might notice the time has changed. Uh, They decided to bump it back from 6 to 9 to 7 to 10 to ensure that they can keep the fun going as long as possible. (laughs) All right, so the theme is uh, drums this week. Uh, It's International Drum Month, so uh, if people want to bring their drums, they can participate in Open Mic with singing and drumming and... uh, any performance that involves a drum. But, of course, as always, uh, non theme performances are welcome. Uh, poetry, singing, uh, music. There's also a, another theme. They like to celebrate different musicians each week as well. And it's Peter Tosh's birthday. So Peter Tosh is a Jamaican reggae musician who they'll be celebrating. He's from the Wailers. Uh, so once again, Friday, that's tonight, 7 p.m., Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois. Also going on tonight at Gaia House is a special treat. The Bengal Tigers, the award-winning Bengal Tigers, winners of the SIUC 2012 Iron Chef Contest. They will be serving up a feast of food and culture at Gaia House. And this is a slow foods dinner. It's an exciting time over at Gaia House. They had amazing food last time. Uh, should be good again this time. Uh, it's 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. Going to be a great time tonight. We also have a Green Earth event the, at the Piles Fork Preserve. It's time to enjoy the beautiful fall weather. It's getting a little rainy out, but it's still it's going to be pretty nice for this event, uh, in theory, depending on the forecast. But uh, they'll be going to the Green Earth this Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon doing trail improvement projects at the Piles Fork Preserve. Volunteers will meet at the Attics Park Pavilion, located off of North Wall Street adjacent to the park playground. Then they're heading over to Piles Fork Trailhead as a group uh, after getting instructions on what the trail projects will be like. Snacks, water, gloves, and tools will be provided. So in exchange for your volunteering, you, gets, uh, you get some snacks and water and the joy of spending time outdoors. Uh, for more information, you can email director at greenearthinc.org or call 618-201-3774. All right, also coming up, we have the Trivia Night to Benefit Good Samaritan Food Pantry. That's coming up at the First Presbyterian Church at 310 South University in Carbondale. Uh, the Good Samaritan Food Pantry is in desperate need of food right now. To raise the badly needed funds, the First Presbyterian Church is having this Trivia Night. It's $10 a person with donation of non-perishable food, uh, tickets sold at the door. Uh, for more information or if you're interested in attending, you can call 549 549- Two one four eight for table reservations. You can call that, and that's uh, tomorrow, Saturday at 7 p.m. And do two quick more, two more quick ones here. Taste of Faith. This is happening at the Saint Francis Xavier Church on 303 South Poplar in Carbondale. This is an opportunity for people of different faiths, different beliefs, different traditions to uh, share different foods and talk a little bit about the role that those foods play in their holiday celebrations, their cultural gatherings, and it should be a wonderful time. Uh, So that's coming up uh, uh, on Tuesday, next Tuesday at 6.30 p.m., 3 3 South Poplar in Carbondale. And finally, the Solving the Climate Crisis. This is a big presentation about climate change coming up on Thursday at 7 p.m., October 25th, at Guy House Interfaith Center. Abundance evidence of global warming tells us there is a climate crisis, but now we get to talk about climate solutions. Coming up on Thursday, 7 p.m., 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. This has once again been an exciting and enjoyable episode of Your Community Spirit. Hope you've enjoyed it at least as much as I have. Uh, The number to call to make your pledge is 618-457-3691. Your pledge will help keep us on the air. In the meantime, got some wonderful music coming your way, And we will see you here next week on the radio.